if you are interested in something for utilitarian reasons you are not exploring it at all you're not learning it you're borrowing it for short term application and then forgetting about it one of the things that people must do as a bucket list item is find themselves in a culture by themselves where everything is the opposite everything everything like everything is the opposite and then figure out that oh shit all of this works i've been on record like shooting down ideas like no fab right and i'm happy to shoot those ideas down every day yes. for the rest of my life welcome yes. to take a pause with me varun gurala and this is actually a continuation this is part 2 of my chat with prakar gupta and this part we dug deep into psychology we dug deep into so many aspects of our minds and how we function and so much more so before we get into that i want to make sure you hit subscribe and smash that bell icon i'm going straight into my chat or rather my continued chat with prakar because we went down this conversation on psychology and that's an area which i remember that you and i did this phone call where i'm like i'm super interested in this space it's i never realized i would be as interested in it um but if you had to kind of look at why it's so much more a part of broader i would say youtube conversation i like to call it that youtube or tech content conversation today versus ever before why do you think we more interested in psychology today than we were before i first of all base base statement i i would make some edits to it before i agree with it um mm-hmm. the other 100%. thing is bro i don't think like this is my experience frankly anybody i've ever spoken to really understands what they're saying when they're saying psychology and i don't even mean this mm-hmm. in like a oh, i'm i'm telling you it's like a glaring error it's not even any fine point that i'm trying to make okay yeah. so like you said you know a little while ago philosophers you might you might be reading philosophy but you might go in a direction if you read it like that something something akin to that Yeah yeah why is philosophy limited to what heidegger and socrates say and why is psychology limited to what the academic psychologists say correct right so first of all there is something called folk psychology which we do anyway which is shit we tell each other about oh you know this is how people think this is folk psychology been happening forever in fact a lot of the systems in our culture were based on folk psychology hmm. a lot of this appearance culture we spoke about is based on folk psychology is based on honor culture for instance right so it is not that people are suddenly more interested in that what people are more interested is in is is the religion of self help hmm. it's a church it's established right yeah. outside here outside my house where i live there is um, a huge bull with its balls that hmm. people like to touch for some <laughs> awkward ritual and that yeah. is the manifestation of the god of self help make the cash go up this is the sort of yeah. you know the narrative yeah and so you know it's been when people tell me prakhar prakhar does psychology i'm very rarely quoting any academic psychologists i'm That's very true. rarely also talking about any kind of folk psychology i'm trying to venture my own guesses in some sense of how humans behave right spiritual psychology you talk about your own insights yeah yeah i'm talking about what i have same way with philosophy i'm sometimes i'll quote like this is also what they said by the way i will talk about authenticity mm-hmm. and then i'll get to westphalen and dasein from heidegger later right like i, I that is something i use as a connect later on but most people like i've had people walk up to me in parties be like bro tu psychology padhta before content by the way tu psychology padhta hai yaar mera breakup ho gaya help kar de kya baat hai ye like how do i solve that bro mere ko cigarette chhodni hai to kuch psychology se bata de ye thodi padhate hain kisi ko koi this is not what like psychology is supposed to be academic psychology as a matter of function is so removed from everyday decision making of an individual because it is a statistical science 
it'll take into account everybody and then 60% of the result shows this so you are more likely to do this is what it'll say and leave it at but you are yeah. an individual you could very well be in the 40% you could be in the 40% millions of times it is not a commentary on how you must behave at all like people have that concept so like jumbled up in their head so <clears throat> why we are interested right now is because somebody has told somebody and everybody else has believed that if you figure out how other people behave you can hack your way up mm-hmm. and this is hack, hack culture, your mind bro. this is hack culture yeah. bro this is like this is your self help genre of like strict motivation and like that entire area where the problem has this is how been, you can get flow this is how you can get yeah bro the problem hasn't been considered in its depth like what i'm fond of is not mincing the depth of the problem of life itself of existence itself it begins with the existence mm-hmm. so people are interested in it for selfish reasons people are interested in it for utilitarian reasons and if you're interested in something for utilitarian reasons you are not exploring it at all you're not learning it you're borrowing it for short term application mm-hmm. and then forgetting about it so it's not like that's helping either yeah. but what people want essentially is more happiness more money more status and they think psychology is a means of acquiring it so very often they go after that and if you say five psychological tricks to impress a woman bro like that's a readable title most men i know cannot resist so let's be honest yeah yes it's a credibility But, word it's a it's a yeah it's a status word that is so true and i i think about my own journey towards so i'm going to reframe I'm, maybe i want to use the word psychology i'm going to say that i i've been intrigued to learn how my own mind works and why i am the way i am and this journey for me started i think it accelerated in the pandemic because i was just like okay why am i like this i need to figure this out much before that i'd gone for some therapy i don't think i did it as seriously as i should and therapy is very it started for me but what i started to do i would say late 2020 onwards is really studying okay i need to understand some tropes which i have so i'd go down rabbit holes i'm like one thing i can't just google shit because that's the worst thing to do just don't go on youtube and do it let's find someone who's actually written something about this and and i agree that self help is a tricky one there's that line between what is self help and what is social science to an extent if that's the area to go where you will have people who are experts in certain domains who are writing about this but the date becomes if you do this you will succeed then you know you're going to self help versus you go to okay this is a study these many people were assessed and this is what they found i feel that's more research and this the problem is most people go towards this foolproof 100% guarantee is like like i got a hair transplant which i openly talk about a couple of years ago one of the things that sold me was a 20 year guarantee like 20 saal baal nahi girenge fuck it take my money give me my hair right same thing with understanding your own mind is like okay you give me a foolproof way to say i will learn how to get confidence i will learn how to get into flow everything else versus this is what happens in multiple cases and this is what you can maybe infer from it the what i think the infer part is where we are like are infer is too much work infer give me the answer concept also what does infer mean yeah. what is an inference what is induction and what is deduction right like see the reason why like this is my feeling bro tell me if i'm stupid and wrong okay i feel like you cannot go about living a life if you've not articulated these underlying things hmm. because you're inferring on a day to day level how yeah. do you know if you're inferring properly or not because you need to understand Correct. what the basics of that is so um i feel like psychology has very rarely got a direct application um in your day to day life as a whole bro very honestly like there is a few things for sure broad concepts like cognitive dissonance will help a lot right that's yeah. if you smoke cigarettes start telling people you won't smoke and now the next time you smoke the guilt is going to make you want to not smoke 
and maybe yeah. that'll help like there is stuff like that that broad concept yeah. shit like super ego and id great idea to have great model the fact that there is a conflict in your head at least between two people some people yeah. might say it's more than two but at least between two the should and the want yeah. however very little of what happens in psychology books happens in life and too much mm. of what happens in books and movies and art happens in life so mm. the right place to go if you're looking for how to understand how people behave etc is literature bro go to dostoevsky yeah. go to raju hirani bro but if you're trying to get to like um a bloody i don't know a modern like daniel kahneman oh actually daniel kahneman's mm. a bad bad example because he gave broad principles that sort of thing so let's say you're going to scott barry kaufman also one of my professors love him it's probably not the best place to go for figuring out how humans behave um we also what we don't understand nobody articulates this is that understanding's narrative it's not factual we don't understand in fact we understand in narrative what that means is it needs to be a syllogism of fact 1 fact 2 fact 3 string together over a passage of time a movie hits a lot more different than a speech does there is a reason for that so we are programmed to think in stories is roughly what i'm saying um but largely this whole idea of understanding yourself beginning in psychology books is fairly unfounded even though you can borrow broad constraints from it a lot of it's experiential and talking to yourself establishing a sort of a communication line with yourself where you figure things out as they happen and if you if you're sitting in your room you're not experiencing the world in its glory like one of the things that people must do as a bucket list item is find themselves in a culture by themselves where everything is the opposite everything mm. everything like everything's the opposite and then figure out that oh shit all of this works all of this is still beautiful like colombia the country was an experience quite like that where it looks bro i was sitting in cartagena and it looked like mathura or some shit like places where i mm. my family is from vrindavan and mathura patli patli mm. galiyan log sadkon pe khel rahe hain sab scene hai right but the language completely different the way they perform almost every other part of their life is completely different and you're like wow bro ki ek system jiske variables itne alag hain mere system se mm. sort of leads to like common outcomes um leads to common outcomes right so um the process of figuring out who you are necessarily goes through the mirror that the world presents and you have to experience that to know that is where most of what i have to say comes from my own life um the books help the academic and the ivory tower philosophers help but that's about it so here's how i've taken it is that the more i read about the concepts and I, and my attempt has never been to take it literally it's be that okay this is let me try this out let me see if this works for me and go with that level of like it's almost like scientific thought process like it, this is not a short short thing it seems to work for someone i'm not going in thinking it's going to work for me let me try it some stuff works some stuff doesn't um and that's always been my way and this honestly started off i've had this um, i think one of my first couple of sessions with my therapist and she said and i always tell the world i have adhd no uh, because i always had lacked attention and at some point the reason i even went to therapy was because i wanted to see if i was a fraud for calling myself as a person with adhd all these years so let's go to someone who's a like who knows who can diagnose it and she said no you don't it's like what do i have she said you have a case of just needing autonomy you no, don't necessarily have adhd your problem is not that you don't have, you, you can't focus is that you don't want to focus when tell when someone tells you exactly how and what you need like 
the what is fine how is your problem like you tell me to go from a to b mai jaunga tell me how to go from a to b i'm like no fuck you like i'm that person relate right. not relate because <laughs> i'm like i'll find my way i'll it's also like the only thing i follow is google maps wo chhod ke baaki sab i i will not conform is yeah. is been my thing google maps and the constitution of india for me two things i follow fair just, just putting it out there fair <laughs> yes well, well put i will agree with you on that as well on a public forum i'm agreeing with you in general also i agree with you <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was a But good it's one. that right? Is that their willingness to just like experiment and find your way versus somebody has found the way? Let me just follow that. I think th- therein comes the the actual use case for you can call it psychology, you can call it social science. Basically, understanding how you function and why you do certain things. Like I have found that I am a lot more happy when I have a certain set of things which I do. one of which is that i don't try to do too much when i'm you know the, the attempt is i'll be happier if i do too much if i have too much and it can be privilege is because i'm also at a point where i've built sold a company i'm at a decent stage financially i can say also i always give that one disclaimer but the the chase to it was a certain thing but today you ask me it's the fact that if i can get that period of time for me to not go that fast but yet feel satisfied that for me gives me more satisfaction so it took me some time to get to that because the honest thing is oh you've done one thing now you have to jump to the next one how do i make sure performance is like up 200x cuz now i've done this at 100x now i get 200 but i realize now for me it's not 100 not 200x and it will be 50x for me to be up i think that's that experimentation to dig into it has been my journey which continues to be my journey in this space but the problem is self help is it's seemingly foolproof which it's never which it never is the church of more self help is the church of more <laughs> like yeah. bro i've been on record like shooting down ideas like nofap right and <laughs> i'm happy to shoot those ideas down every day yes. for the rest of my life because well, f- nofap you cannot shoot also let's put it <laughs> it's the absence of fapping <laughs> not even the presence of shoot. absence of shooting but but the the the, the point is How dare somebody invade the privacy of me touching my own PP? Yeah, please. I need no opinions from you on that. But that's the joke yeah. part. The real part is, <clears throat> self-help is the culture of wanting more, and the absurdity of wanting more is very present in the NoFap claims, which is it'll make you. You know how? Like, if, I've seen videos that say you will make millions if you do NoFap. So the sale is wanting more. Yeah, and the fundamental idea is something completely absurd. All it is asking you to yeah. do is be more disciplined, and mm. in this case, be more disciplined vis-a-vis your, you know, sexual urges. But all it is teaching you is discipline. It is teaching you the fact that you can do something about it. But what it is selling you is a completely absurd dream and a completely absurd cause and effect. And this is the case with self-help. Yeah, and they're not even connected. If you look at, not even connected by like miles. Miles, miles. They're not. The, the point is that it is a very convenient. object of worship in the church of self help this no fab situation but what it points to is the same instinct for more this is the american mind this is the american dream codified into a religion self help that this is the reason why which is not spread across the world because capitalism spread across the world american dreams yeah. capitalism right capitalism on the ideological front self help on the individual front so now that that takes rounds around the world you're like ha self help karna hai bro apne ko bhi paisa banane ka hai and um There is something somebody said a very long time ago about movements, about political movements and social movements. 
that went okay i start a political movement when does it end when is the purpose achieved what has been one political movement in the past that happened eventually found that the purpose is achieved and disbanded hmm. no, or a company it doesn't disband it or continues a company that found i've produced a product people love it but now if i have to scale i have to do unethical things and we're like you know what we'll not scale we'll just keep it at this no no one no one because there is and this person calls this the embedded growth obligation or the ego yeah you know this person i don't know but that's a great way to define it Im- you to define love ego this itself his name is eric weinstein listen to his essays the mm-hmm. once he speaks out on his podcast the portal and so mm-hmm. eric was very fo- fond of coining words he is the one who f- f- uh, coined the word intellectual dark web for the jordan peterson type phenomenas in the west right mm-hmm. he was part yeah. of it too and so um what happens is bro you take up a very active approach in your 20s and your 30s towards success because for xyz abc reasons and maybe like towards your 40s and your 50s you start realizing maybe i like it a little slower but because the world has convinced you this is manik mana's mm-hmm. point in cryptic the world has given you no choice but to continue forward in a way where it must be scaled it must be it must be mm-hmm. why else would you do it no that you cannot get off the ra- the bandwagon the railroad and yeah. this is what people must understand is that they are part of the church of self help when this is happening to them this absurd dream of more satisfying you is the american dream being repackaged as self help and sold to them yeah. and in the indian context it's a way worse situation than in the american context because kya karoge yaar um so out and out bro like one needs to chill like take a pause is a perfect plug here genuinely take a pause and think is this what you want is this yeah. what makes you feel complete in any way is this even necessary is this even necessary um yeah. have you heard of porcupine tree the band yeah yeah there is a album it's not an album it's a musical piece called voyage 34 hmm. where this is okay. bro you you're going to love this reference okay voyage 34 is a recording of an lsd experience run in the 60s in america behind which hmm. they make music so the experimenter hmm. is recount, is like commentating on what he's seeing as sugar cube infused lsd is ingested by all these participants in the experiment and he's talking about it and then there is a point somewhere around part 3 where they get into a loop of is this trip really necessary and they keep saying that is this trip really necessary <laughs> and that like because it's said so often in an echoey voice and there is like progressive house music playing in the back with like guitar solos and like all that stuff happening you begin to think is this trip really necessary <laughs> like you begin to think is this trip really necessary um yeah. and so yeah there is a there is a cool psychedelic angle to this whole thing too yeah and the interesting part with with all of this right is that i think i'm thinking about the entire conversation we've had and i'm like there are for someone listening it's not like they go to come away with okay this is i've gone through this this is the core take away many things people take different takeaways from it and that goes for companies that goes for any movement is that there is no one core takeaway there is a point where it you the worries that will fade out we've been told that that one curve and the, the whole like because you get music music reference that whole like people dying at 27 which has always been glorified because they you know burn out rather than fade away is always that right is that okay you got to go so hard that either you go rocket ship forever or you will burn out there is no curve down and 
that for me is interesting someone asked me the idea what okay now you've done this you know you you build glitch you've done all this what's the next big project i said i'm living the slow growth life and this person was looked at me in a very confused manner i said i don't want to do hyper growth whatever i do next is slow growth meko nahi karna hustle kiya hai i will continue to hustle but i choose not to take some elements of the hustle i've done in the past into my future i choose to slow down but that is so contradictory to what people say that i do so the only response i got okay you young guys who sold companies and want to go surf was the response it wasn't like it, you know it seems like okay you lost uh, ambition but it's it's not that it's that you realize at some point and you can never there is always going to be a point when that peak will come down but the fight is that we don't believe that that peak is near us we believe like abhi to time hai i got time i can push the envelope right. further and i think that goes for every moment individual person is that we overestimate where our point of slow down will come so we try to push our envelope which is where the whole problem is bro but like look if somebody said that to me you know you're just a young guy who sold a company and wants to go so i will like yes और कोई चीज वो एनर्जी देती नहीं लाइक दैट इज रियली आई लव दैट काइंड बट क्यों कहा जा रहा है वो वट इज द एंड where does the delta occur where does the river meet the sea what does that look yeah. like and that looks like a place where i'm more peaceful and then i do things that like what i want to do after i'm done with building all of this and making my money is actually further human conversation like discourse i take up issues that have say for instance haunted philosophers for a very long time and begin to profess my shit on that maybe it doesn't work but the point is i at least mm-hmm. try to think beyond and that for that i need a jungle house bro in tulum mexico like i need like yeah. no place no disturbance no wifi or i need like something in the himachal beyond parvati and pin parvati right like where there is no one where i can sit and write for a very long time that is yeah. the point indeed the whole point to make money is one to like pass it on to your kids and so on so that they are fine especially jahan social hamara social security is so off you need savings in india but beyond yeah. that it is to have a break so take a pause yeah. that's the whole purpose yeah why else are you running this treadmill yeah what's the point and i feel that the last two, if i i i thought more people had got that a little bit more in the last couple of years but what i'm seeing is muscle memory kicks back in and at some point a lot of that reflection has now seeped into the background you kind of going back into it and the more, and and that's why should talk to people today i think the, the people's minds have also like you you're grappling with two years of of trauma let's admit it we went through two years of trauma we don't use that word it was two years of trauma we have all swept it under the carpet and said reflex gets get back to normal chalo bahar niklo sab right no that doubt. is the reason no, i for this went back to therapy i'm like dude i don't know how to go back out i don't know i my mind is telling me you're safe at home mat nikalna bahar i should make a course on how to go back out after covid uh, yeah. but no bro you're spot on like i stopped wearing Good decent clothes. Like I'm always in Same. shorts. I don't care about my hair. The only reason I do my beard is because my girlfriend like brings a trimmer to my room. Be like, abhi kaat, ye bad rahi hai, right? Like at this point, it's so like you are spot on. But more importantly, bro, and 
the trauma is not just two years of staying indoors. Indians particularly saw the worst of it. And that trauma, that two months from April, or rather two and a half months from April mid to June end in 2020. Last year. That we all swept under the rug, bro. Like we do not see it. We only see residues of that when people post the pictures of their passed away relatives a year from then or two years from then. Bro, that was trauma. That was war, bro. And we sat through that. Nobody is willing to talk about it. Because right now we have to get back up and get things going. Nobody has the time and patience to talk about it. But real trauma was there. Like, And we were all... Huh. There's, uh, I don't know if you've ever read Mary Andrew. Um, no. Mary Andrew is this poet, um, M-A-R-I. Um, and um, I, I I bought her books because I found her on Instagram. She's a, she, Adam Grant suggested her as, as his favorite Instagram poet, which I thought was a very interesting term. And then I got her books and she says something in her book, which she said, when she was going through something in life, people kept telling her to be positive. Like, uh, and she's like, I just want to f- be present. I want to feel what I'm feeling right now. The problem is we are... We don't allow ourselves to feel what we're feeling if it's negative. Hmm. Like, chalo na, let's be positive. Move ahead. Suck it up. Let's go ahead and do this. Sit and cry. Sit and do. Talk about it. If you don't talk about it, na, you are going to be like, hey, reg, it's, it's there somewhere. It's in the background. Bro, it's not like Like, you remember that song famous was uh, Gajinder, Gajinder, karke, wo gana tha. Kya naam tha us gane ka? I thought you were going to say all is well, so... but anyway. <laughs> no, and I feel so lonely. करके गाना नहीं हुआ था वो उसकी स्टोरी थी पूरी कि वो आईटी का लड़का था वो एक लड़की से प्यार करता था फिर ऐसे 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 हो गया. This is like ten years ago. It became very viral. Or do you yeah, remember yeah. that song तुझे बुला दिया from uh, that movie with Ranveer and Priyanka? हाँ. I remember that one. Bro, there is songs or वो um, gangster में वो गाना था भीगी भीगी सी हेरा like you know all of this music. Yeah. What is this music facilitating? Your long drive, you play that music and you are allowing yourself to finally feel sad about that break. Yes. So, Which is hai. why if you realize one thing, and I want to just add one thing to what you said. You, I've always realized that when you talk to the general public, these songs resonate with them a lot more than what we perceive as more popular Dinchak songs because of this, what you're just saying. Because of this. It makes total sense. Bro, so like the point is, Grief will happen so rarely in your life. If you do not see the charm in it, you missed out on an experience. And then you try to process grief secondhand by listening to KK sing a song or like some other like dude sing a song. You're still doing well. You're still doing great. Like I've I've loved those moments where it's like, you know, when you're in high school and you like a girl, you have a crush on her and you listen to these yeah. songs and it's like, yeah. so like fly. So you are letting... You are what you're experiencing is a negative emotion as a positive emotion in that moment. What you've been told to think of as a negative emotion. Like when things get tough, one of the ways to look at it is, wow, this is an opportunity for evolution. Now, just saying that on a motivational level is like whatever. But notice yeah. where this is happening in real time. You are listening to Tujhe Bula Diya and you're thinking about that one girl you dated in BSc honors yeah. in Delhi University yeah. 10 years ago. And you're like, yeah. usko bula to diya waise. I was that guy and I, and I, I, don't, I don't think I've spoken about this. I was that guy... Who made it a thing? So I joined film school right out of after engineering. Um, and I was that guy who would every night sit and have a lot of alcohol, take a camera in my hand, put headphones on, listen to music, and walk the streets and shoot stuff and come back and do an edit, which would be this bizarre rendition of really bad poetry, which I would write. Just worst. 
but in college is like varun is presenting his mind as cinema if i look back on it it's cringe my friends all still make fun of me to kya you would have a breakup and you'd go fucking make this film and you, but it's that it's 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 just man we we finding ways to manifest it but you're not finding ways to resolve it yeah but more importantly the point is this is how you would this is exactly how you would feel if you left let yourself feel the grief or the sadness or the negativity or whatever like if you're tired like i'm tired today i can spend the entire day being like prakrit tu kyu tired hai having that conversation in my head somewhere deep inside kyu tired hai yaar kuch karte nahi kuch karna hai yaar aise khali nahi baithna or i can be like chal dhoop mein jaake lete hain aaj mauj karte and that suddenly changes every even if i'm having negative thoughts the novelty of feeling down and out for me is so so interesting i'm very rarely down and out all of these things if there is and so bro here's what i'll tell you because you've spoken about therapy a lot i this is a serious recommendation beyond all other recommendations go do 10 days of vipassana if you have it that's like, that, you know for me the thought of that was used to be a joke but it's becoming so from i've always said that i will be that guy who will jump that gate on day 1 and run out but i've thought because i cannot say i have as much as i want to chill for me to be able to not have something to consume something to do some form of outlet is a is by far the most scary thing possible and i have a fear of heights and this still feels scarier but it's there it's it's a thought uh, my mom's run it a few times so she's given me the the, the like you have to do this Please. all the more reason bro like all the conversation you're having with your therapist you will have a slightly different maybe a very different version of those with yourself in that silence because there is no avoiding stuff that you've been carrying in your mm-hmm. head and believe me bro i like the adhd wala thing also no i've also always felt like i have adhd right yeah. i don't i don't think i have but i have this i my number one bullshit detector mechanism is my boredom i get bored like this like really yeah. quickly i get bored theek hai and all my life i've gotten bored like this and i I had plans, bro. Day seven, day eight. I had plans, clear, concise plans. कि मैं पगोड़ा में जाऊँगा जहाँ पे सब मेडिटेट कर रहे हैं और जोर-जोर से फक चिल्लाने लगूँगा तो ये मेरे को खुद ही निकाल देंगे। फिर मेरे को निकलने की भी ज़रूरत नहीं है, bro. मैं वहाँ मेरे ना सेंटर के बगल में जंगल था, ये विस्कॉन्सन में सेंटर था। मैं उस तो मैंने प्लान बना लिया जिस दिन बहुत the experience you're about to have is probably the most life changing experience and um in a list of many things you can do to absolutely nuke your mind with new information mm-hmm. um but the point is there is novelty to that when grief arrives in a moment like that about shit you've been carrying in your heart wow you're like shit i can feel this way but it comes if i get to spiritual it comes from not being attached to your experience in that minute If you're not yeah. attached to the experience in that minute, you can appreciate. Like you don't care if you watch a sad movie and cry. Mm. You're not like, "Yar, kya rula diya." Some sometimes you desire that. You're like, "Yar, maza yeah. aa gaya, bilkul dil ko chhu gayi movie." Why is that different from "I ro kyu raha tha"? Mere ko rona nahi hai, mere ko upset nahi hona, mere ko to happy rehna hai. How is that different? <laughs> yeah, it's because it's mediated through another entity in the middle. It's helping you process a personal pain by not making it private about you, so you can not be attached to it. You are experiencing yeah. your own grief through Shahrukh Khan's eyes, which is why we love Shahrukh Khan. All that's happening. It's still your private pains. I. Which is why we all love Shahrukh Khan so much. We've Shah channeled Shah our pain and emotions through Shahrukh in so many ways. Bro, Shahrukh Khan, like Shahrukh Khan, is the only guy who's loved by guys and girls in the same way. It makes yeah. no sense to me. 
it makes no sense to me he's a case yeah. study yeah yeah he's a case study so and he's so yeah i'm you can go deep into sharukh khan <laughs> at some But, point we can do a whole like i have some parts about sharukh khan in the book the, the reason why i picked that earlier psychology one as well is because the self diagnosis of being dr google is one of our most scary traits in today's world is that oh i have a thought about myself i will google it the first thing i will see because i won't go deep i'll google it see the first thing which i see and have self diagnosed myself ki this is why i'm doing what i'm doing is for me the most dangerous part of where this can really slide when you try to you know understanding your mind you're going for again like you use the word hacks which i love because that is the biggest problem we have so don't ha- you can't hack your way in life you, it's like look at the process of hacking now do you want to do that to your life or are you like finishing your way that's the i don't know I, i'm trying to think of the right word but constructing your way if if you had to tell someone who says i want to understand myself better where would you tell them to start from silence and isolation in a different mm. life i would tell them to start from a different point but i don't think the internet's ready for that conversation particularly in our part of the world but what you can do is begin with isolation and begin with silence like you have to put yourself in a tougher spot than what you have right now and i do not mean that on the level of finances and materiality because i get the idea that's a completely different equation i mean in the sense where like even familiarity is lost it's not about comfort the words familiarity so escape even your own problems for a little second and isolate and then see how the pressures of the wild world outside hit you and how you deal with them and then find a way to rise back up and silence helps because we talk too often to confuse our own selves and silence leaves you with no other option but to confront yourself right and so start with silence and start with isolation start with adventures there is that famous uh... Quote, right? Saying the man's biggest problems uh, come from him not being able to sit in a room alone with his with himself, and I, and I forget who said it, but that rings so true. Which is, which is actually the point of why people propagate meditation. But the problem with that is that we're doing now meditation is about okay, ten minutes a day, five minutes a day, you've hit that mark. Apple tells you, "Okay, one five minute max. That's all you can do, right?" Uh, on the Apple Watch. but my most i think back and i was like where did i where would i get perspective even when i was a kid is because where i grew up uh, was next to a beach was like the it's a beach town still have to get on to like a moped and go that far but hardly weekday me nobody was there so i would go park and just walk on the beach by myself for me that was that period of just being able to think without the noise with just the sea next to me so which is that for me today if i ever want to get perspective if i want to take a for me to really switch off and like true pause for me is next to the ocean because for me it's embedded in my mind since i was a kid that the sound of the ocean is facilitating my mind to kind of not take anything else in um it's also those triggers right you need so, some of those triggers which will kind of say okay this is what you're doing right now do you have one of those as well do you have a trigger i'm thinking a trigger that sort of helps me reflect mm-hmm. again i think it's unfocused behavior whatever it might be like even being being at the gym is super unfocused in the sense that yeah. like when you are performing a set 
you're focused on the movement but beyond yeah. that you're just walking you're drinking water right um but more importantly for me probably what it is is being in strange places man so for like the next step i have in my future is over the next month after my lease gets over i'll spend a entire month on the road like i'll just pick a few cities find a way to get there in a and i the way i've always done is i've taken absurdly low budget yeah i'm like how do we make this work now yeah. and so like what maybe that's just a source of inspiration for me i've met so many strange people man now that i look back because i had to hitchhike and I, all i found was a white supremacist bosnian muslim guy who hated homosexuals in a car and now i have to spend 5 hours with him where i do not know how to like he's playing like ancient bosnian like traditional music i can't make sense of and that's part of where the inspiration sort of comes from but i like hiking a lot like in that limited respect i like walking overall a lot like help me walk 7 miles and i it, my mind's going to get clear um talking also helps me a lot and at this point i've earned the finesse where i talk very carefully for the most part like i make mistakes not all but for the most part i talk very carefully and what i'm doing is really fixing the contours of my mind my my processing ability of my own narrative um but in general the sort of freedom that comes from unfocus is what i'm very fond of that is my reflective moment in the day i switch off i tune out and i'm like now i'll let things happen to me there's something about chaos I, i i don't think chaos is a too hard a word something about being random that actually gives you clarity i, I agree with that i i when i while you're talking i remember when i used to work at mtv back in the day i used to do this like long like 10 15 day stretches in the office sleep in the bunk bed take a shower in the um in in the bathroom there and stuff and i would suddenly once in a while put on my headphones and come out of the office and just start walking in random so i it was not an aim to go somewhere it was just an aim to just keep walking and i would eventually reach some place and i'm like okay okay i think i need to figure how to get back cuz this is like think pre google mapped bombay um so you'd figure a way to going to come back but that point gave me cuz i was doing something i think it's also the cyclicalness of just you're you're walking it's just that process of your body knows how to do it so switching off that part of your mind that's controlling um and that's that's like a it, it opens up so much Yeah cuz your physical apparatus is occupied and that is where most of your anxiety is in like moving your hands and moving your legs and you need something with your hands look here is the other thing that modern culture does not understand is that you don't learn in your mind you learn through your body like i can tell somebody intellectually how many times how to throw a cricket ball and spin it until their body learns this motion it won't off spin and in this motion they won't leg spin it right so your body needs to be involved for you to learn that's how the machine evolved now we intellectualize learning completely through books and what that does is you are in a you're you're stuck in a place where you have to think about something but your hands and legs are not occupied and so the anxiety builds up because that is how you approach the world is with this you know this how important this motion is to human behavior it's incredible yeah. nobody That's ever talks about it that. yeah right the fact that you can pinch that your thumb is opposable mind boggling this is meant for you to control the outside world um yeah so walking helps in that way where because at least your hands and legs are occupied your mind can now be free that's why people listen to podcasts when they walk mm. like in new york that's a huge culture no people are always walking yeah. they don't have cars or in the yeah. subway so the hands and legs are kind of occupied minimum mental cognitive load pata hai kaise jana hai office correct so let's listen to a podcast yeah. that is the thing uh, we don't learn as well cuz our hands or legs are not that's why we love playing when we are kids kyunki wahan pura hands and leg todo isko pheko usko you are learning yeah. a lot more than your abcds in school And I have to ask you this because I realize that we've been talking for 
quite some time over an hour at least um and in this show i like to leave something for part 2 part three. i feel this is going to have not a part 2 part three. many parts are going to follow on this conversation because there's a lot more to jam on but how do you take a pause how do i take a pause hmm i don't think i can tell on camera <laughs> <laughs> um, no i have a i have a rule that after a certain point in the day all hmm. all stuff that keeps my mind focused needs to go off and i need to get into unfocused time and unfocused time is as like random as it can be look we don't realize the power of a walk right writers will tell you about it that so yeah. much of the writing block gets solved because they walk unfocused yeah. thinking right so i let my i've been adding it more and more into my schedule like long walks through the city as well but after a certain point in the day i submit myself to the forces of nature wherever it takes me so for instance mm-hmm. tonight at around 8 i'll end up at some bar with a friend we'll probably have a couple mm. of drinks and then at 9 maybe at a comedy thing it depends on where the day is taking me also yeah. for artists inspiration is so important so you need exposure but my my taking a pause um largely also bro i think at 26 i can do without taking a pause for a few more years before i begin exhaustion mm-hmm. right like i i should be right. i should be running but my 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 yeah. pause means unfocused time where my mind can actually relax today is a different thing cuz i've been the last few days have been so heavy like i'm still fatigued from yesterday i was mm. up till 2 working till 2 and then i woke up and then this stuff right so today what i'm going to do right after this is probably go out to the park and like just mm. look at the sky man like i cannot wait to sleep in the open or some shit like that but that's that's usually what i'll do um but yeah. it changes from time to time depends on my context I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Prakhar. There's so much to unpack in there, isn't there? Uh, you might actually, if you haven't caught part one, you got to go back and catch part one. There are so many things there, and the good part about conversations like these that are dragged long is that you don't have to agree on everything, but things open up in your mind when you hear and engage in conversations like this. And we're bringing a lot more conversations like this to you in the future, including a book club, which is coming up very soon. For that, make sure you hit subscribe. and smash that bell icon we'll catch you guys in the next video